After Jesus had called his disciples, he began to send them out two by two. Do you remember what he told them to preach? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. I want you to think about that for a moment. What he was saying was, through the power of God and through the anointing of God, there is, has a king come. A king has come unto the people, and you need to let them know his kingdom is at hand. You know, I've been thinking about uh, Christmas, and we, we read through the story, and I, I've been just thinking about all the pronouncements of the Christ coming. First, we see the angelic host sharing with the shepherds, saying, you know, fear not. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. But really what they were saying was the king is coming. The king is coming. The shepherds heard it. They went to see if what the angels had told them was true. And when they saw it, they began to go about and let people know the king is here. The king is here. He's come to us. The wise men came looking for the king. Yeah. And they said, Where, where's he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star. Everything that Jesus did was pronounced because he was the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When he began his ministry, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, and I shared with this, you this last week, about John the Baptist. John the Baptist went to prepare the way of the king. And uh, with, as I said, we'll share that here in a minute. But I was just thinking about all the things. When he was upon the cross, there was a placard put above his head that said, King of the Jews. Well, he's coming back. And somebody needs to proclaim the king is coming. And as I shared with you last week, I feel like maybe we're the generation that will see his return. I don't know. But I think it's better that I think that way than to think that I'm not and then he comes. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you to begin to think about how can I pronounce that the king is coming? What can I say to people to let them know that Jesus will return, that it is imminent, and that one day he will return? I want to just read through Luke here a little bit about the birth of John. You may think, well, this is kind of an odd place to go around Christmas time with John, but like I said, everything that happened to Jesus was pronounced before, was declared before, and, and John was the one that was born to proclaim the Messiah's arrival. If you remember uh, when John was baptizing and Jesus came and he said, here's the lamb that takes away the sin of the world. He would begin to declare unto the people and to share uh, with them the great news that God had sent a deliverer, a redeemer. So I want to turn to Luke chapter 1 this morning. And I want to start with verse 5. And I just want you to notice a few things about John. Even as I said last week, I believe that we are the new John the Baptist. Hallelujah. And I want to just share with you a few things that I saw that I felt were really relevant about John's life that I think really pertain to us. 
Verse 5, there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah, and his wife was the daughter of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. I want you just to notice this right off. First of all, we're talking about a priest, Zacharias. His wife was of the lineage of the priests also of Aaron. So what does that tell you about John? He was a priest. He was a priest. He was born into the lineage of Aaron, and they were the priests. Uh, Do you know that you're a priest? You are a royal priesthood. Hallelujah. Just as John was born a priest, you have been born into a royal priesthood. Hallelujah. 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 We've been born into the priesthood of Melchizedek, though. Hallelujah. What a wonderful thing to think about. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of, or ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and they were now well stricken in years. I kind of wish at times God would just say, well, they were 80 years old <laughs> or 90 years old. We don't know how old they were. They were well stricken in years. I mean, I, I almost take this to think that they're almost past the age of birthing. I don't know. But it came to pass that while Zacharias executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And I want you to notice something here. After, we'll read the next verse here in a minute, but this was a type of prayer. Burning of incense. It was a sweet odor that rose in the, in the holy place of God that was typified of our prayers going up to God. They are a sweet order, odor uh, or an incense in the nostrils of God as we pray to him. But I want you to notice this, verse 10, and the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. I believe that this happened more than once in a day. I'm not sure, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was more than that. A time of prayer. Hallelujah. And there appeared unto him, talking about Zacharias, an angel of the Lord standing on the right hand of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. John was birthed out of prayer. Hallelujah. In all reality, we were birthed out of prayer. The prayer that Jesus made for us. I believe it's in John 15, or maybe it's John 17. Hallelujah. John was a miracle baby. You are miracles. You may not feel like a miracle, but you are. I want you to just think about it. You were dead, and you were brought to life. Hallelujah. You are a miracle of God, just as John was a miracle baby, so we are miracles. Miracles. 
And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. See, John experienced something that a lot of people didn't get to experience in that day, and that was the infilling of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost would come upon them at many times, but they never felt that infilling as John had it. And even from his mother's womb. And in many of the children of Israel shall be turned to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. That's your calling. That's your purpose right there, folks. We are to go before his coming and we're turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. We're making ready a people prepared for the Lord. Hallelujah. And Zachariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife well stricken in years. Really what we're seeing here is Zacharias doubted. <laughs> this isn't possible. You know, I'm an old man. My wife has been barren all these years. It's not going to happen. The angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel that stands in the presence of God and am sent to speak unto thee to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things be performed because thou believest not my works which shall be fit fulfilled in their season. Hallelujah. So we see a promise being made to Zacharias that he would have a son and that he would call him John. Hallelujah. You continue with the story and you'll see that Zacharias fulfilled his time allotment to minister in the temple and then he went home as uh, every priest did from time to time. And his wife conceived and became with child. And I want to go down to uh, chapter 1, verse 57. <coughs> Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered, and she brought forth a son. And her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass that on the eighth day they came to circumcise a child, and they called him Zacharias after the name of his father. And his mother answered and said, Not so, but he shall be called John. I have to believe that Zacharias had been writing to her and letting her know that we're going to have a son and you need to call him John or we need to call him John. Because she stands up and says, No, his name shall be John. And they said unto her, There is none of thy kindred that is called by this name. And they made signs to his father what he would call him. And he asked for a writing ta table and wrote, saying, His name is John. And they marveled all. I want you to realize you have a new name. John wasn't named after his family. He was named according to what God wanted him called. Hallelujah. You're no longer of the family that you were born into in this world through sin. We have a new name. A name that only God can give us. A name that only God will call us. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to notice this. And his mouth was open, talking about Zacharias immediately. And his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. And fear came all that dwelt round about them, and all the sayings were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all they that heard them laid them in their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? And the, land of the, Lord, or in the hand of the Lord was with him. Excuse me. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. And he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world begun, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the land of all that uh, hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and remember his holy covenant. I want to go to 76. And thou, child, talking to John, shall be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. If you know the story of John, you know that he went about preaching salvation, repentance, baptism for repentance of sin, salvation to the people. God is saying to us, that's what you're going to do. You're going to give knowledge of salvation unto people, this people, by the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring, day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, death to guide our feet in the way of peace. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the desert till the days of his showing unto Israel. John had an appointed time. He didn't get birth and all of a sudden begin to do the things that God said he would do. John was 30 years old just as Jesus was 30 years old before he started his ministry. Most of us can't wait 30 seconds let alone 30 years. But we have to remain in the presence of the Lord. And I want you to think about John. It says that he remained in the desert until the time of his calling. He separated himself from the things of the world so that he might hear the voice of God. Now, I'm not saying that you need to lock yourself away and you know, quit living in the world, but we have to give God some time. We have to be open to hear his voice. We have to go just like Jesus went in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. John spent 30 years there being prepared of the Lord. We have to stay in the place where God wants us to be prepared, to get us prepared for what we have been called to do. We have been called to bring salvation, the message of salvation to this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want you to remember your priest. And as a priest, we are maybe in a sense trumpeting the message that the king is coming. We are miracle people. Born miraculously. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And just as John was peculiar, so we are to be peculiar. He was a man that lived in the desert, was clothed in camel hair, and ate locusts. He was a hippie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
just teasing. <laughs> but, but he was different. He was peculiar. God wants a spatial people. Those that hear his voice, those that see the king is coming and begin to proclaim it. That's what this season is all about. The king came once and fulfilled the purpose for which for God had set before him as an individual. He will return again. And if you know anything about it, when he came, he was the prince of peace. When he returns, he will be the king of kings. Hallelujah. So let's begin to take on the cloak of John the Baptist and begin to make straight the path of the Lord. Let's declare that God has sent a Savior to this world. Let's preach salvation through the tender mercy of our God. Not anything that we can do. We have received the same salvation as everyone else uh, has. And those that need it will receive the same salvation. God is not a respecter of persons. He doesn't favor one person over another. Hallelujah. We are all sinners. Hallelujah. Bought with the precious blood of Christ. Let's declare that the King is coming to this world. Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you for your love. Lord, I thank you for all the demonstrations, all the proclamations that were made to tell us and let us know that the King was coming and had come. Lord, now we look and we begin to see, Lord, and maybe visualize his second return. Father, and we just ask, Lord, you will make us faithful as John the Baptist was faithful to declare unto this world, Lord, repentance and the gift of salvation through the mercies of God. Hallelujah. It's not of works. It's not that we should boast about anything, Lord. It's through the grace of God that we've been saved through faith in his name. I thank you, Lord, that of all the gifts you've given us, you've given us a measure of faith that we might believe on the Son of God. Who do you say that I am? You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah, Lord. May we declare the King is coming to your glory and your honor, to the salvation of many souls, we ask in your name. Amen. Dismissed this morning.